You know, that is a song that, I mean, when did that song come out, Joy Unspeakable? Gosh, well, it's their new album, so within the last year. Within the last year, so we've been playing it for a good while. A good while. I finally started listening to the lyrics. It happens to be, and I put the songs on, and I go, wait, 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 so all it's, the time. It's Risenstein. Good morning. Ray Haynes is in this morning, our general manager, as he always does for the Jewish feasts, coming in to talk about the Day of Atonement, or Yom Kippur, which begins at sundown tonight. And you'll be able to listen to this on the podcast on the new More Music app, which is free. If you have not downloaded it, download it now. Yeah. And you can listen to Victory 91.5 anywhere you go, anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Just mm -hmm. enjoy. And, and it's the, free. As soon as I'm done uh, here, which will be in the 10 o'clock hour, I'll uh, uh, upload these breaks. And you can listen to Yom Kippur, the whole thing, uh, whenever you want to, which is what you've done with Rosh Hashanah. I appreciate your uh, digging in and growing mm -hmm. because, you know, as Christians, it's important to realize that what we believe in this faith goes a lot farther back than 2,000 years because Jesus goes further back than 2,000 mm -hmm. years. He was slain from the foundation of the world. And so when you go all the way back, you get the whole picture, and you understand how it is that we can relate to God in, in ways that we just uh, uh, don't do because we don't have those traditions, mm -hmm. right? right? So, All right, so we're going to start off with what a lot of us probably need, which is rest. Uh, <laughs> he is our rest. Yes, he is. How do we celebrate the Day of Atonement as Christians? Yom Kippur is a Sabbath of Sabbaths. Now, you probably you might have a little concept of of a Sabbath, because you're thinking of Sunday, but a Sabbath is a lot more than that. But just as every week has a Sabbath, this is the Sabbath for the whole year. So even the Sabbath gets a Sabbath. That's how, how into Sabbaths he is. Two things are required, rest and fasting. In Israel, nothing, I mean absolutely nothing, will be open. There's no radio. There's no television. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the only time is before they'll get you the train to, to get them to the wall and get them back before it begins, and that's it. Uh, no cable. The street lights won't work. I mean, they literally won't bathe and shower. They're, they'll shut the whole world down. Here's why. Leviticus 23. Any person who is not afflicted in soul on that same day shall be cut off from his people. And any person who does any work on that same day, that person I will destroy from among his people. So, as you can see, the the, the challenges are great there. In Colossians uh, chapter 2, Paul says, Don't let any man judge you in respect to holy days, new moons, Sabbath days, which are all a shadow of things to come, for the substance is of Christ. All right? So, in other words, the Sabbath days were just a shadow of things to come. Mm -hmm. Substance is what creates a shadow, right? The substance is Jesus. So Sabbath days, we're all looking forward to Jesus who will bring rest. Now, this is the point. It's not a part about how you Sabbath. We can't become right with God. We can't become righteous from what we do or even obedience to the law. I mean, just underline that in your mm. heart and in your mind. We can't become right with God. We can't become righteous from what we do or even obedience to the law. That's why this is the Day of Atonement, and the rule is do nothing, because it points to Jesus. He does it all. Righteousness comes by faith. Trusting in Jesus to be in charge or resting is in, well, it's confidence. <laughs> the resting is encountering Christ intimately, becoming one with him in his will. 
when we take the day off from all labor, we're providing a testimony for God, for ourselves and anyone else that we are completely relying on God for every breath and eternity. Now, Rosh Hashanah, 12 days ago, or 10 days ago, was the creation of man. Yom Kippur was the fall of man. So this is the day that Adam missed his appointment with God to walk in the cool of the day. This was the day God killed animals to make skins for Adam and Eve. So here's the two things we're going to put a lot of focus on, which is rest and fasting. Resting represents death. So I tell you what, one of the coolest, you definitely check out and read the news or watch, go to one of the Israel sites and watch them tonight because they go from all black to all white. It's just the coolest mm -hmm. thing. So they wear white clothing to represent death in a good way. Burial clothes are white. The Jews wear white to live all day as if they were dead. So that's fasting, right? It's humbling yourself before God and a reminder that you are mortal. Burial clothes have no pockets. So no possessions can be taken, only the word and your good works. One of the fringes, if you notice the little fringes hanging off, it's cut off, it represents the law because the dead are no longer under the law. There's so many things that point them to Christ that I kind of miss during this day, but that's okay. They'll get it one day. Yom Kippur is the only holiday that fasting is explicitly commanded by the Lord. It's a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, and you shall afflict your souls. It is a statute forever. Now, afflict doesn't mean to punish yourself, but to humble yourself. So why are we to fast as Christians? Because we've learned from the failure of Adam and Eve. We're choosing not to eat from the tree of knowledge as we return to the garden spiritually to start anew our walk with God. Now, there is something really big that I think we miss a lot in Isaiah 58. What does God call fasting on a holy day like this? You turn away your foot from doing your pleasure on my holy day. Mm. You call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable. You mm -hmm. honor him by not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Now, that is specific for a holy day. Now, also, Isaiah 58 describes what God calls fasting on an ordinary day. Is this not the fast that I've chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke, to share your bread with the hungry, to bring your house the poor who are cast out when you see the naked to cover them, to not hide yourself from your own flesh? You see what a difference there is there? Mm -hmm. Jesus said he, that he came not to do his own will, but the will of the Father. He fasted from his glory and from heaven to come to serve and not be served. This is an example to us. We fast, deny ourselves, so that we can grow in the desire to serve others. This is who we are. This is what we're called to do. So this is what will stand with God one day. Do justly, love mercy, walk humbly. Ordinarily, the high priest's outfit had bright colors and a breastplate of precious stones. But on Yom Kippur, the, the high priest was required to take off the glorious robes in exchange for simple white linen garments in order to go into the Holy of Holies. He looked just like any other priest. This foreshadowed Jesus, our great high priest, putting aside his heavenly glory, putting on flesh to become one of us, and yet remaining holy. Now, the high priest wore a crown of pure gold called a nezer, which comes from the word nezer, like Nazarite. So it's to dedicate, consecrate, sacredly separate you. So same root that you get Nazarite from. So we're all called to be this royal priesthood. And we're all called to live a holy life dedicated to God, separated from the world and our thoughts and intentions. 
so that daily that negativity and cynicism mm. and purity, you know how they all battle for our focus? <laughs> so we'll dwell on things that are depressing and pure and evil. That's called reading the news nowadays. But these thoughts must be taken <laughs> captive before they get a foothold. If we crown ourselves with thoughts that are pure, then we'll be changing the world around us. So, you know, the difference of when you're just doing whatever you want to do and when you focus on him is you put a crown. He looks at you and you have a crown on your head. Philippians 4, finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. What does repentance look like? We pursue a deeper level of dedication and consecration during this season. It says, therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let's purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfect in holiness out of reverence for God. And of course, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove what is right, good, acceptable, perfect will of God. So I believe the most important message you can take away from this Day of Atonement God has called you to be part of a royal priesthood that is not only wholly separate, but is bringing life to the earth by sharing the gospel with the lost, bring atonement to the world. Underline that reality. That's what the day is about. So that's an entire sermon. It is. <laughs> in, in, right there. The, <laughs> from start to finish. So I should it. stick with that tomorrow night? You should. Okay. <laughs> you should. Um, and you're going to want to hear that again. So download the More Music app. It's free, and you'll be able to listen to all of Ray's teachings anytime you want. It's Risenstein. This portion of Risenstein brought to you by one of our partners, Eagle Ranch, giving children a chance at childhood for the glory of God. I'm wearing my Eagle Ranch T-shirt right now, <laughs> and here is more about Eagle Ranch. One of the partners of Risenstein is Eagle Ranch.